everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and today I am armed with a food box and a pillowcase. Let's see what we can do with this. Okay, there's no prototype today because I only have one food box. This could also be titled, What Did Pam Eat For Lunch? Yes, there we go. And before it ended up in the garbage, I thought, wait, 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 that could be a junk journal. Yep, that's right. So let's give this a go. And um, my idea, I'm gonna have to deconstruct the box first. Let me back up so you can actually see what I'm doing. I'm going to deconstruct the box and then we'll, we'll figure it out from there. Okay, so boxes usually have a place where you can take them completely apart. And um, I think I'm gonna do a little trimming. I'm gonna show you everything. This is a basic tutorial, craft with me, learning as I go here. Trying something a little different, don't know if this will work. But what I'm going to do is use one of these as the spine of the book. Then this could be the front cover, that could be the back cover. Um, I think I'm gonna do a little trimming. So let me go ahead and do a little trimming. I'm gonna grab good old craft knife, good old ruler, and do some trimming, okay. Uh, so how are you guys today? I hope you're having fun. Um, maybe you're looking at what's around you in your vicinity, in your personal, vicinity to see if you have any craft supplies that are uh, maybe disguised as packaging or uh, trash or something else that could easily be turned into something wonderful and fun. Maybe you've got some old linens. Hey, take a look. There might be something. Um, or you might pick up something at the, uh, the local thrift store or something like that. Or ask your uh, brother if he's got any old linens. He'll say, what are old linens? Um, <laughs> um, okay, maybe not. Maybe he knows what linens are and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, um, you know, <laughs> somebody at some point has to declare, hey, we need to get rid of these old linens and let's get some new linens. And that is a perfect opportunity to uh, jump in and say, hey, what are you doing with those old linens? Or maybe you're wandering by a garage sale and they have already had that discussion at home and the old linens are sitting out there on the garage sale tables and uh, ready to be picked up by the next junk journaler that comes along and sees all sorts of possibilities in them. And uh, usually you can get a lot of material for very little money this way. And uh, it's a great resource. I recommend uh, laundering everything first and then uh, go from there. Yeah, so here we are. We're already at the post-launder phase. Yes, and we're at the trimming phase. Just trimming it down now. Um, I'm thinking this might be a little bit wide. And why do you say that might be a little bit wide, Pam? Well, okay, you wanna know the measurements of this actual box I have? It is like six and seven eighths. That's weird, huh? By, five, by six and six eighths, six eighths, yes, uh, with, uh, tall. So, be three fourths. I guess that would be the uh, same thing as three fourths, right? Okay, six and three quarters. Um, so the height is fine. But if I fold a regular size piece of paper, which makes always makes it easy, this would be a little bit wide. So I have a couple options and I can either trim this down or I can um, fold it in, which is another option. But I think I'm gonna opt for the trim it down maneuver. And let's say, let's just use a regular copy paper as a template and we'll see, butt it up against the spine and we'll see how far she goes. She goes there. Now, you always want to give a little extra just in case um, things don't go as planned. You know how that happens sometimes. So I'm going to give, it'd be nice if I used square it up on my little craft mat here. And oh, square, square. Um, and let's, let's go down that line. That looks like a good line. Yeah, not too wide. No, it's actually maybe a little, a little less than that. There. Okay. Where's the craft knife? shimmying that off. Now I should be able to measure it except for the spine is in the way. So I'm just going to have to figure this out. Well, I could measure exactly how long this is. Ugh, measuring, blech. I know, I know, five and three quarters. Okay, so let's come to the five and three quarter mark. Pencil, pencil, where are you pencil? Oh, you're way over there, huh? Okay, we'll grab pen. How about that? Five and three quarters. And maybe do the same mark down here just so we know we have a place to aim 
a place to aim five and three half and three quarters okay there we go all right as good as jelly in the belly all right here we go lining up those probably won't come out even but you know how that goes we'll figure it out later figure it out later okay so there we have the basic construct okay so now my idea with this which may or may not be a little bit different probably has been done before but i don't think i've done it like this before so let's just see my first thought is i want to cover this whole inside with something first and i want to wrap it around the outside okay so what shall we cover it with? Dun, da, da. We could do fabric, we could do um, paper, and uh, I have this nice, okay, this is my, uh, the thing I'm going to use on the outside, which is very pretty, and this sort of goes with it. So I'm thinking I'm either gonna use this as the paper to block the lovely uh, food picture, and so this will just lay on top of that, which would be very nice. Or I could use it actually as the inside, which would also be very nice. And I could just put a piece of material or something down here and I could use something else to cover this, but this might be hard to bend around. Yeah, let's not do that. Hang on. Okay. I came up with a bed sheet that I think has a, a complementary pinkishness to it. So I think I'm going to put that on the inside and we'll just roll with fabric today. Um, where's my fabric scissors? Here we go. Here's a pair. Here's a pair. Let me just get a little snip started. And a tear in the right direction. Make sure I have a good clean piece here. This guy's been rolling around for a while. Let me tell you, he's seen some, some uh, war maneuvers. That's plenty. If I have at least an inch around, I should have plenty. So there we go. That's cutting that, tearing that. Tearing's always a nice, a nice way to go with fabric. If you have a nice cotton muslin, very easy to do. So if you're looking for bed sheets, the, the real cotton ones, uh, they I think they tear the best. I, um, I've always had a little trouble with the other ones. Um, there's many different kinds, but uh, yeah, I think I would go with that. Okay, if you, could, if you can find that. All right, it's a little wrinkly, but we'll just see if we can, we can work with that. All right, now, to adhere you here, I think what I'm gonna do, we've got two options here. We could just use some good old uh, Scotch create glue stick. Let's try that. Um, all right. Let's just rub it on here. I'll probably get this all over the place. Put it on the spine, coming across the back and trying to get a little to the edges, but if we don't get it right to the edges, then maybe we'll come around with our big gun Fabrifix. Oh, oh. Okay. Fabrifix. Whoop, if you've never seen Fabrifix, this is what it looks like in the bottle. Clear silicone glue, fabric to fabric, fabric to paper, paper to paper. Um, okay. Um, and I'm just going to run around the outside to have a nice firm hold on the edges. I don't know. I just feel it. This is like a new thing I'm trying. We'll see. We'll see if this works. Okay. So now I'm going to take the finger tool and I'm going to smoosh to the edges. So I don't have that bead glue line because you don't want seep through on a thin fabric. And this is a thin fabric. Now this whole thing's gonna thicken up a little when I put that cardstock on the other side, which I should probably do first. Okay, well, let's just get this down because we've already done this. All right, here we go. Ready, one, two, three. Okay, we're hoping, we're hoping that's good. Now we're doing the, uh, the pull and tug, uh, the hand iron maneuver. Sometimes we score lucky. Sometimes we have to reposition a little bit. Pull, 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 straighten, 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 straighten. And this way you can kind of get rid of a lot of the little wrinkles that pop up. That happens sometimes. They do, they do. Okay, not too bad. Oh, there's some biggies we can get rid of. You have a little bit of leeway with time with these glues. Not forever, but you do have uh, some. Oh, and that's why it's not sticking. Um, there we go and go there, go there. Everybody's good. Everybody's to the corners and we're liking it. Okay. Now let's go ahead and glue these babies down. Let me just cut this down the middle. 
Let's see, how, how big exactly? Where's that pencil? Where's that pen? I'll take anything at this point. A crayon. Okay, we're going to cover that. So I, ca I can't go past half, so I'll just I'll cut it at the half point, And then I'll cut it to here. And then I will take this, and I will cut it to here. Okay, so let's just cut that. Uh, cut, 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 cut. Going slow, retracting the blade, turning it upright. Now I have to cut it in the middle because it's not wide enough to go across the spine. But oh, maybe this little extra piece, I will have enough to go across the spine. We shall see, we shall see. Maybe I don't even have a cut this. I could just, yeah, let's see what we got. I could, I could glue you right on like that. Does this give me enough? Not quite. I guess I could fill it in with these two little pieces. Yeah, let me try that. I don't know, I'm just trying different things today. It's come what maze. Is that going to be a bump? Let me see. Uh, yes, let me just get the sticker off. Okay. Uh, try and minimize the bumps if you can. Do I have my microphone on? Oh, it's stuck on the inside. I'm, I'm sorry if that was all muffled. Um, okay, let me try that. Or, yeah, let me try that. Maybe that's better. Um, okay. All right, let's do this. All right, put that there. Okay, that looks good. And let's just, this is called the glue the bejeebers maneuver. You could pretty much use any kind of glue here, I think. But since I have this one handy, it's quick and easy. And it grabs well, and it's going to be covered, so that'll anchor things down even more. Um, so we can probably get at least 95% of it would be a good start. Yes. All right. And let's plop this on the back, covering that up. And it doesn't have to be exactly to the edges, but pretty darn close is always in your favor. Yeah. Okay, here we go. There we go. All right, how do I do? Okay, so I got to... No glue there. Okay, let me just put some glue on here and figure out then where to cut it. Put all the glue down there. Okay. Put you on here. Okay. There we go. That makes you a little thicker, which is good. Now I'm going to have to come in there with some scissors and snip this off. Don't cut the backing. Make sure don't cut the material. Okay, we have that. Then we need a couple of those fill-ins. Let's see. You need to go there and there. Okay, let's try that. See if that'll work magically. Okay. Can you see? Oh yeah, you still can see. That's pretty cool. Good old wide angle. Going slow with the blade. Okay. You can cut these with scissors too. All right, let's just snuggle that in there. Oh, it's a little thinner, but I think it's okay. Why? When am I putting? Oh yeah, I'm putting that on top. It should be all right. It should it could make it be a little fatter next time. Okay, let's see where this one goes. Um, but it fits. Okay. I oh, can't see down here where to put it. Okay, have it like that. All right, show the bottom of that, and I got to go to there. Okay, so there's all the measuring of the day. Whew, glad that's over. Um, that wasn't even really measuring. That's pencil measuring. I like pencil measuring. That's fun. That'll do. I'll do that all day long. All right, here we go. We don't need it that long. Okay, oh, he fits. I'm going to make him fit. Get in there. Come on. There we go. He's in. All right. So let's trim him off. I could, I, this was the only pink sheet of paper I had like this, but you could just put a regular, you know, cardstock or something. Just get it to the thickness where you feel like it's going to be a good thickness for your cover. Now I'm also going to come in here and put the fabric on top. So that's going to make it just a little bit thicker, which is going to be the perfect thickness, I think. And if it wasn't, I would just keep layering it on with different um, pieces of paper or cardboard or something. Okay, now I think it's time to um, fold her up. I think I'm just going to do this. Use this and use that. Okay. And then I'm going to do the, the right angle, the 90 degree, make it look like the corner of a box maneuver. This is very thin material, so I think it'll be very forgiving in the corners as far as... Um, extra material in that, plus your little corner never pops out, which I love. Um, 
Okay, there. Now we're going to pull in the big gun of, let me grab a seat. I can snuggle in here with you guys. Okay, let me just make sure you can still see. Okay. Um, big gun, fabric fix, coming around the mountain, coming around the mountain, coming around the mountain, coming around the mountain, all the way around a nice big bead of glue. And then we're going to fold it in, fold it in nice and tight, nice and tight, or taut, if you will. Nice and taut, nice and taut, nice and taut, crisp corners. Nice and taut, nice and taut, crisp corners. Right, flip it around. Fold it in, do do do. Now remember, this is only a food box, so you can you can you can wrestle like go for it. You're not going to ruin great craft supplies because you used a food box. It's okay. So um, I hear from a lot of people who have not started their first junk journal. So I want to show you some options that maybe don't induce too much fear, and maybe that you can realize that this might be a lot of fun. Look, I, I didn't cut that flush, and now it's coming back to hunt me. So I have to go back in. Cut it a little shorter. Okay, there we go. All right. Okay, now this is going to be the front cover. I wonder if that's going to show. Oh, well, we'll find out. Um, num, num, num. You know what I can maybe do? I don't know if this will work, but I'm going to kind of roll some glue stick in those crevices. Maybe I can just fill it in like spackle. How about that? Maybe that'll work. I got to glue it on anyway, so might as well make it flat. Okay. There we go. We'll need a little more right there. More spackle, please. All right, bring it in the backhoe. Here we go, filling in the holes. Crazy, huh? Yeah, I know. Um, all right, let's just try that. There. Okay, so now we have, this is actually our front. I know it doesn't look like the front. This is the inside. This is the front. And now we need to get some... Uh, pillowcase on here. Huh. Now this already has, it's already sewn on so many sides. How convenient is that? Maybe we can use some of that sewing because I think I am going to sew it on. And uh, now another thing you could do if you don't want to sew it on, you could do, you could like do the reverse wrap around and have the, have these edges be on the other side and then cover it with paper if you wanted. But if you don't want to do that, maybe you just want to put this on top. And then we'll just sew around the outside and call it a day. How about that? All right, let's do that. Okay, so here we go. Oop, here's that cord. I'm gonna hang myself one day. Okay. All right, so I think what I need to do first, oh, this glue, yes, is put more glue on. Um, I'm gonna first start with that. Um, I, you could use either. I'm just gonna do this because I think it's fast. And I'm going to come in with a little Fabrifix on the end. But since I'm not going to put so much too close to the edges, because that's where I'm going to sew. So I don't want to sew on a bunch of glue. I just want to, I just want to have it. So it kind of tacks it down. Just gives it something to grab onto. Okay. Maybe we'll do some fun sewing on this. I haven't played with my sewing machine for a while. I'm having sewing machine withdrawal. Yeah. My little sewing machine. I miss you too. I know. Where have you been? I've been here. I have been here. Wait, there's like a fur ball or something in that corner. I have to, I have to get it. It's in the corner of the, the, the Goodwill pillowcase. I don't even want to know what it is. What is it? Ah, okay, here we go. It's a fuzzball. Okay, that's all right. I can live with that. It's been laundered. Okay, so let's lay you out all, all nice and flatty flat. There we go. Okay, you flatty flat? Yeah, okay. And let's lay you down. Now it's best to hover head directly over top so you can see if you're at the edge because that would be just highly convenient if you're at the edge. Maybe just a little shy of the edge, but definitely at the edge. Okay, it may or may not work out perfectly. That's the way things go in life. Yep, you know, so you just roll with it. Okay, so I've got, I didn't even cut my pillowcase. I'm using double thickness pillowcase because I'm lazy. Okay, all right, here we go. Smooshing. Smooshing it down, telling it to uh, adhere. Now, if you really want to pull out all the fancy tools, if you have a brayer, which is basically a rolling pin for printers, you come in here and you do this. You bray, I guess, like a donkey. <laughs> and there you go. Okay, so now for my next trick. Um, 
well, I, I want to, do I need to draw a line? Not really, because I can see that. So I couldn't get my fabric cutter to cut the other day. So I think I'm going to have to do the old manual. Maybe I should, well, let me try it this way. Here, somebody grab that. Okay. Somebody put it in frame. Okay. Okay. Oh, not in frame at all. Okay, there we go. All right, here we go. I'm cutting. I'm going to cut relatively close, but not too close. I'm just going to see like an, maybe an eighth of an inch. Yeah. All right. Now you could also bulk it up more by putting a fun foam or something under the pillowcase, which would give it a little more cush and um, substance. But I think it's going to be okay for a, a mid-sized journal. A little baby mid-sized journal here we have here. Okay, oh, that wasn't very straight, was it? That's the way it goes in my world. Okay, oh jeez. Okay, can I say okay a hundred more times? Okay, there we go. All right, now remember it's partial, it's loose because it's not all glued down. I could go in and, I guess I could glue it. <laughs> that might at least hold it in somewhat position. Okay, let's just try that. Not where I'm going to sew, just kind of, you know, the other places. And... Hopefully, if all goes well, should lay down nicely, just the way it was. It would be great if it was exactly the way it was. We're, we're close, we're close. Okay, so now let's pull in the sewing machine and let's see what we get. And, uh, okay, come on in here, twinkle toes. Here you go. Okay, you're here. I hope this works. Let me get the... Uh, I haven't sewn with my sewing machine much at all, so I hope she's talking to me. My threads are, oh, that feels very tight. Okay, my threads are loose and out. This is the, um, this is the string he told me not to use because it's old vintage and it will tear and break. So of course I'm going to use it. And uh, does he have any idea how much old vintage thread that I have? Does he, does he know? Uh, okay, I don't think he knows. Um, that's okay though, I'm gonna do it anyway. And if it breaks, then it'll be on me. It'll be on me. Um, hmm. Okay, I think I'm going to do I have brown on top and I have some kind of oh man It's almost out the creamy color underneath. Let's put the brown Inside should we put the brown inside which brown should be outside and then it'll really show though. Yeah, let's put the brown on the inside Okay, let's just see what happens here. All right, here we go I'm going in I'm gonna go for a zigzag stitch I've turned on I'm going for a zigzag stitch That's number four on my machine on my brother project runway limited edition um and then i'm going to spread it out a little bit like make the stitches a little bit longer okay here we go Let's see what happens not too fast i don't want it to choke or break the thread right here i'm going around the mountain oh i apparently am going faster and here we go, trying to be gentle on the machine. Here we go. This is how things get sewn. Why am I singing? Nobody knows. Just trying to pass the time. Oh boy, make sure everybody's playing fair. Are y'all playing? Okay. We move things a little bit so we have more elbow room. So the whole idea behind this concept was, can I actually just sew everything right to the cardboard construct in the center, wrapping the inside first so it's all nicely tucked, don't have to worry about that looking weird, then if I come around and I zigzag stitch the outside on, maybe everything will look hunky-dory. Let's just see how this all plays out in the big world of sewing. Here she comes. Somebody who knows nothing about sewing, but is going to try it anyway. Sometimes you just got to get in there and practice. You know what I mean? I practice. I mean, try things. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I didn't do so well at piano lessons. No, I was always more interested in making up my own little tunes on the piano. And uh, but when it came to the actual lessons, uh, ugh, drudgery. So I got to give my husband credit. He is 
attempting to learn piano as an adult, which uh, I think is very wise because it's good brain exercise and he's always wanted to learn. And uh, he's finally taking the time to do that. So way to go, honey. Um, well, is that my sewing machine laughing at me? I, I think it was. Oh, my, my desk arm lamp is in the way here. Let me, let me move my machine. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's like a, a new kid learning how to drive and you hit the gas pedal too strong. You're like, woo, hold on everybody. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, I ran out of something. Yep. Yep. Of course. Of course I did. Okay. What do you do in these cases? You wait, you, 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 you cut off what happened. You assess the situation. Yeah, there's the situation. Want to see it closer? There's the situation. So we need some more of that clear like thread. Let me go see if I can, I should probably turn this machine off. Okay, popping this out, be right back. Okay, so I think I found one that's relatively close to the bobbin color and it is on the type of bobbin he told me definitely not to use. He said, don't use the metal ones with this machine. You should use only the brother ones and um, only the plastic ones. So I'm gonna use the metal one. All right, yeah, I know, I know. But it was here and I, I, I'm just gonna try. And if it doesn't work, then he'll be, he'll be the big guy on campus. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'll be like, should have listened, silly. All right, here we go. Where did it stop? Hmm. Okay, there. All right, so we'll just retract. We have a lot of the brown. Pulling these. Okay, here we go. Let me go in a little closer so you can see. Oh, it's so exciting, isn't it? I know. Will it work? Will it work? I don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm going to back up. I'm going to start a little back. Like, yeah, to lock in all that other stuff I did. Okay. Huh. I think somebody else also said, well, I'm going to listen to this. They said, start with your needle. I almost fell off my chair. Start with your needle in the, in the thing, especially if it's thick. Okay, here we go. I got to turn the machine on. Okay. And here we go. Going slow. Oh, what is what over there? No, no, we're, we're totally at the wrong place. Okay, retreat. <laughs> what was that? Who? Who? Well, there's only one. <laughs> there's only one who here. Okay, that's all right. Just take it out. Oh, no, it's gone. Okay. All right, try again. All right, this is how it all goes down. All right. This is making junk journals for the non-sewer. Okay, now I'm going to put the foot down. I'm going to put the, the little line on the foot it, on the edge. That should give me the right place for a... Oh, lost my string. Yep, it's one of those days. Okay, no, okay. Lift up the needle. Turn off the machine. Yeah, turn off the machine so you don't kill yourself. All right. Oh, I have a needle threader. What am I doing? I'm trying to thread the needle. Oh, I'm nervous. You guys are watching. That's what it is. Okay. These are not my grandest skills of sewing stuff, but I do learn a little something every time. So I'm, I'm taking him to task on this. Let me see if this, uh, where is the thread through the bobbin in the back? Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be both tails to the back. Turn the machine on. Okay. We're in the right position. We're... Okay, why are you sewing? Oh, you reset. We've got to remember that every time the thread, it resets. You know, like it goes back to like a regular straight stitch as opposed to the zigzag, which you intended. Not going fast. Everybody should find. Nobody should break. Thread is thread. It doesn't disappear. I know things get a little crunchy with time. I get a little crunchy with time around the edges. You know what I mean? But there are parts that are still good. Yeah. So maybe this thread is still good. Okay. I'll pay the price for the old threads. I know it. I know. All right. Is that the truth? That vintage thread, you know, is not worth its salt? Or is it worth a go? And then if it doesn't work, then you default to a different spool of thread. What if all you have is vintage thread? Hello, my case. I know. I don't think I've bought new thread in years. Oh, something's fighting somebody somewhere. Hear that? Somebody doesn't like it. It's probably saying, I don't like this bobbin. Get this silver thing out of me. All right. Do I have enough there? I look like I missed a couple stitches. That's okay. Let me, let me back it up. Like, do the backup thing. Oh, yeah. Not too fast, man. Go again. Oh, back up. Okay, yeah, whatever. I think we're locked in. And we'll just lift it up and we'll take it out. Okay. And snip. And snip. What's a little missed stitch every now and then? 
You know what I mean? Among friends, it's okay, right? Okay, I know some of you are toe curling. I can hear it, I can feel it. I can feel, I'm turning my machine up. Um, across the cosmos, I can feel it. Like, oh, if she would just take the time, just take the time to, no, okay, I could take the time. But then I wouldn't be making a lot of other things if I kept taking all that time, right? So you gotta put your time, energy, effort, and money and peace of mind, those are the things that matter, um, <laughs> in uh, the, the best place that makes the most difference for you. And they might, that might be different for everybody. So you just make those big decisions, those earthly decisions, all on your own. We seem to have this little tail down here. I could do some closer trimming there. Oh, this will be scary. Maybe I should just glue it up. Where's that Fabrifix when you need it? Here it is. Let's just try gluing that little... Oh, eh. Uh, now it's not, oh, I could, you know what else I could do? I could, sh I could feather it, you know, like uh, do this thing. Yeah, that'll be another way to deal with that. There we go. How does he go? It's not really making much difference. You're too far away. You can't see anything. Okay, come closer. All right. I, I think I'm just going to do this. Yeah, because then I know it won't go too far because the stitches are all going to be locked in. It's going to have a nice little, uh, what's that called? Ruffled edge? The little feathered edge, shredded edge. I can't think of the word. There's a there's a name for it. Okay, it's not bad. Oh, what on earth is that? This little brown thing sticking through. No, that's gotta go. Yeah, you don't belong here. No, nope. go go. Can you see? Oh yeah. You get to see my mistakes up close and personal. Yeah, look at that. Was, that was great. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right. Okay, I think that's pretty good. Um, you know. Okay, I'm gonna glue it. Let's see if we can glue it. All right, can you see? I don't know if this is gonna work. We're gonna try try a thin bead of glue. That's where this thin bead thing comes in handy. Little finger smoosh and then a roll up. Let's try that. Now remember it's double layer. So you might have to go in there. Oh, this is like minutia. Get in there in that second layer and put a second little glue bead in there because I had to show you the double pillowcase maneuver. That's right. Yeah. Couldn't do single pillowcase, could you, Pam? No, no. Too lazy. Costs you now. There. I, th I call that handled. Um, okay. You want to take a, a better uh, bird's eye view of what we have? That's what we have. And I think that's okay. I'm, I'm actually okay with that. There's more of that. I think I'll leave it though. Yeah. I, you get the idea. So anyway, we have a nice covered cover and it has a little smoosh factor to it um, because it has a couple of layers underneath it. And I'm going to try and train it to the spine that is here. So let's do that. It's probably best if you wait for this to totally dry before you do it. And then, then what is stuck down will stay stuck down well and you won't get too many wrinkles. But I think it's going to be okay right now for demonstration purposes. Just get on with it, right? <laughs> okay, there we go. I actually like that. Okay, it is a nice... Um, thickness of a, a journal cover, very sturdy, very ready to receive um, signatures. So let's just, uh, do I want to make the stronger? Now this particular one came out pretty big. Okay, that's a very wide spine in my world and I'll just tell you it is a two inch spine. That's going to take a lot of signatures to fill. Now you got to ask yourself, okay, what is the purpose of this journal? Is it going to be something that's full of a lot of um, ephemera and embellishments, like a chunky monkey junk journal? Or is it going to be more of a writing journal style where you just want a lot of paper and not a lot of, um, you don't, you can put in a lot more paper in a plain writing journal. Um, and I don't know, I just don't, but I need to make a decision. Um, um, hang on, I'll be right back. Okay, I think I'm going to turn it into a writing journal. I had to, I had to think about this for a second. And um, so let me go grab some papers and then we'll decide how many signatures we're going to have and how many pages in each signature. Be right back. Okay, that took about five minutes or so to assemble the papers. And let me just go through and show you. The plan was five signatures with 15 pages each to hopefully give a full enough book. So let's try with, with no decoration, sans decoration. I put a, um, I picked primarily flat pages without any sewing or adornment on them just so they would lay nice and flat for somebody to write on. And I have, um, let's see, I put this uh, stenciled printed design on copy paper in the center as just a little focal point which can easily be written over as well. Um, I need to make more of those. Those are fun and pretty. One, two, three, four, 
five. I'm confirming to myself I have the right count. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Okay, so yes, we have fifteen. So now, um, let me demarcate the top. I want, just check, to, they only have one thing with writing on it. So I want to make sure that the writing is all, no, I have two things. The writing is all going the, the same way that I want it to. So I want it to read that way. So let me get a little, our best friend paper clip. Not to be confused with our old friend sanding block. This is our best friend paper clip. Um, get everything down this way. This is going to be the edge of the left side. Down here, down here. Do a couple of taps. Get everybody playing fair and organized. All nice and neat as you possibly can. And then paper clip it together. What's that? A little extra piece. I'm going to just get rid of that. Okay, so let me move this before I cut through it. Okay, so now if you paper clip the other end, it should hold everything together as you're folding it. Let's just see. Okay, so let's see. If we just fold it in half according to the pages of the width of the copy paper. Okay. Now remember, it might be a little bit, remember the outside one has to wrap around the furthest, so it might not be perfectly even, but we can always even it up once it's in there. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Okay, tap that down. Um, now we could just fold this piece in, which might be the easiest thing to do. So we're gonna do that. I'm just going to take that big one and say, hey, you don't need to be that wide. I could trim him off or I could just fold him in and use him as a, um, it's a copyright 1917, I think it says, or 47, one of the two. Um, so that's kind of a neat thing to have on there. So I think I like to leave it. Now, height. Obviously, height is an issue with this little baby. So tap, tap, everybody down. And let's put him where we would let, let no, where is my... Oh, don't tell me I left it upstairs. Oh, I did. I left it upstairs. Of course I did. Um, my bone folder. Okay, that's all right. We, we can do this without a bone folder. You can do it, Pam. Go for it. Okay, just measuring these up. Lining them up as much as possible. Might not be perfect. That's okay. If you want to be perfect, perfect, you can come back and um, at this point, you can take off this paper clip and you can lay this down here and you can come and do a nice flush trimaroo. But since I think I may have shorted it just a smidge, <laughs> um, actually I'm, I'm the right length perfectly. So I'm not, I'm going to go for the more rustic, the more rustic look of um, not little pages showing ahead, giving a little sneak peek of what is coming, which I think is kind of fun too. Um, that's what I tell myself. And I don't know how to use this thing. Yeah, this will work in a pinch. Hey, just flatten that baby out. All right, now we need to know the height. All right, let's put it where we want in the bottom, lining it up with the spine, putting it where we want, turning it this way so we can see what we're doing. Okay. And let's draw that famous pencil pen line where we're gonna cut. Okay, now let's cut on the line. And I'll just do one of these and insert it and then I'll put them all in because um, I'm gonna follow the exact same process. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oop, that's too long. Okay. This might be a little thick to cut with the guillotine. That's why I'm cutting with my craft knife here. And also because you guys can see easier. All right. Oh, and guess what I have? Awesome scraps. Yay, that's how it happens. All right, put those there. Now, everything should be just fine. Right, everything's good. Okay, let me go ahead and fold and cut the others. Okay, now I have them all made. One, two, three, four, five. The first one being the one I already cut. And I'm going to try and mass cut these, um, which is probably a little crazy. You can individually cut them, that's totally fine. I forgot to fold one of these guys in. Let me handle that right now. So everybody's all nice and neat. And these can act as little pockets or little tucks later, or you can cut them off later, totally your choice. All right, so, all right. Now, what you wanna do is make sure that all the spines are aligned here. So when you're looking this way, they're all there. They're all there. Are they there? Yes, they're there. You wanna make sure, very important, that they're all the same width on the bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now, 
same width. Okay, stay still, don't move. And then you just wanna take a, something, make a mark here. Okay, now you can take this away. Whoop, we got half a mark, that's all right. I have enough to draw a straight line. And I'm hoping this is not the dumbest idea I've ever done. It could be. You wanna go a little inside the line because that one thing is actually inside its own line. So you wanna drop down just a little hair. This way. Just a little hair. Can you see it's just a little hair? Okay. All right, here we go. Now, if you want a craft knife that has a long enough neck, okay? Otherwise, you're going to be butting up against this thing. Okay, you don't need to start that high. Okay, we just go slow and we, we pray. Okay, whoop, something moved already. Go slower. Oh, even slower. No, back up, back up. Realign. Realignment needed. Okay, let's back up before anything happens and let's get... A giant paper clip or a clamp to help us hold everybody in place so there will be no migration that is not approved for stamped and everybody has passports for that's right here we go okay and we're trying and we're trying whoops stay still this is probably silly <laughs> but we're doing it it's too late we're in now go Pam you're gonna have to complete the mission now. Go slow so you don't cut yourself. I think once the first one comes off, it's almost off. Oh, it's off. Okay, good. Should be a little easier. Go deep or go home. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, no, almost. Oh, getting a little long there in the tooth. What does that mean? That means something. It's a little long in the tooth. I forget what that means. There's like a meaning. Doesn't it? Doesn't it's, I, I forget like. Uh, I don't know, are they old or long in the tooth? Hungry? Maybe, maybe hungry. It's like a wolf would get long in the tooth, right? Mm. Somebody, if you think of it or you know it, feel free to share. All right. Okay, are we through? Yes, okay, how many more? Okay, just a couple more. Oh boy. All right. Am I following the line? Am I even following the line? Okay, here we go. Should have done these individually. Yeah, would it be a better idea? Don't do this. This is silly. <laughs> All right, okay. Sometimes I try and get a new shortcut and it don't work. Better to do it the long way sometimes. Okay, here we go. I'm almost there. We just got to take it home at this point. All right, are we there? Almost. Where it folds is the thickest. Okay, I think we're free. Okay, let's see how bad it is. Or how good. Oh, look at that. Oh, yes, yes. Ah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very nice. Very, very, very nice. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ye of little faith. Oh, okay. But would I recommend that? Would I do that all the time? Maybe if you weren't looking. But um, I wouldn't recommend it because it is much, the knife control is much, it's much more difficult. And why, why take a chance? Because you've folded all those papers, for gosh sakes. So my best recommendation, do it the slow, long way. Okay. Do as I say, not as I do, right? <laughs> I'd rather you see me experiment with it and try it and goof it up. And that way you can see, okay, that was ridiculous. Or, hey, she might have something. <laughs> uh, we just never know in these situations the way it's going to go down. Okay, so we're at this point. And when we start from our journal, here's our front cover. This is our back cover. We're going to start from the back to the front when we place our signatures. I don't know why, but it's always done that way. It probably has something to do with being right-handed or left-handed because technically it really shouldn't make a difference, but it's always done this way. It's tradition. Don't change it now. I don't know. Okay, so this is the first one. So you're going to go on last. Take this big thing off. Okay, now I'm gonna work for the, from the last forward. Okay, first of all, next one, thing we need we need holes, holes in the signature, right? We need to uh, know where to place stuff. Well, we got to have somewhere to place stuff. So the easiest thing to do if you're going to do five is to find out where your middle is. So this magically lines up the spine. Can you see this? Probably not too far. Okay. It magically lines up on these two lines, meaning this is a two inch spine. So that means I'm going to put one mark in the middle. Okay, where's my mark? Okay, 
and then I want five. So I want two on either side. So I want a little in, I want a little in, and then I want halfway between, and I want halfway between. And if you want, you can even draw yourself little lines. So these are all perfect. Um, and you can also measure down to make sure you're equidistant from the top and the bottom, from the North Pole to the South Pole. Or you can just guess, like I'm going to do. All right. There. 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 And there. And then we're guessing. There. 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 And there. And let's say they all come out hoggly-woggly on the other side and it's just disaster pants. That's when the great possibility of covering things up comes out. So let's say they're not even. You can put a piece of material, a piece of lace, um, a piece of leather, a piece of trim, and cover up the whole thing as if it was never there. So don't be too fretful. Um, and remember, remember what we started with. This is a food box and a pillowcase. So no love lost here, right? using the crocodile two big bite. Um, if you don't have this tool, you can easily use an awl or an ice pick to punch holes. Just putting something soft like a book or something you don't care about underneath you, like maybe some cardboard boxes. And then you take a little, take a little rubber mallet and go like that or you <laughs> until you're through. And um, it's a little more exhausting on the hand though. And if you do make a lot of books, you might be interested in getting one of these somewhere down the line. But I use the 1 8th, which is the middle, not all the way to the right, sorry. Not, that's 3 16th. Not all the way to the left. This is in the middle, 1 8th. Or this is the eyelet squasher in front, which we're not doing today. We're going to go with the 1 8th, which is in the middle. And then I'm going to, it's, can you see? That little skinny guy is coming down. Not the big fat guy. See, that's a big fat guy. We want this, oh, no, we want, that's how you know. You look, the skinny guy, okay. All right, so I'm just going to go punch out all these holes. Um, you want to see? Yeah, I want to see. Okay. I'll, I'll try and get you got to have a little longer arm. Okay, turn. Can you turn? Doing my best. Okay, talking to my, um, my uh, desk arm. It has the same voice as Sunny for some reason. I need glasses. Okay, what you want to do is put this little skinny chomper right over the dot. And whoa. <laughs> Knock knock your floating apparatus desk lamp off as you do it. Okay, there's one hole. I'll do the first row just to kind of show you. And I'm looking from the side, if you're wondering. I'm, I'm like, my, bent, my head is bent over in an L-shaped crafter's neck position. Um, and if you have an electric desk, you can raise up your desk, which makes it a little easier on the neck. Or you can squat beside your desk. Okay, so there, I have that. Okay, now I'm just gonna go ahead and do these. And I'm going to do these. Okay, backing up, backing up. All right, I'll just take you with me. It doesn't take that long. Um, I risk actually goofing up the video if I keep turning it on and off more than if I uh, stop and start. And, okay, here we go. Ready? There'll be a few grunts. I'm doing this one-handed, so it's, it's very easy to go through these pieces of material. Remember, double pillowcase, single bed sheet, and a box. That's what I'm going through. Um, my dots rarely come out exactly where they're supposed to. Even See, even when I measure, measure, like the official measure way, they don't come out where I'm sp supposed to. E they don't come out where they're supposed to either. It's kind of like math. <laughs> and uh, I could sit there with the right formula, crank my numbers, and get, get a different answer every time. Every time. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there we go. Okay. There we go. So these are my dots. Take them or leave them. Love them or hate them. These are my holes. Okay. Now, let's grab, oh, no, we got to do some punching of these. Okay, so here's what we do. All right, let me orient you the right way. Okay, I'm going to get you closer than that. Now you got to see what's going on here. Okay, you want your neck to be sore. Okay, so I'm going to take this and I'm going to place it exactly where I want it to sit in the book with its little butt up against the first row of holes. This is, a, I just think it's the easiest way to place signatures. They, they land right where you want them. Nobody's too high. Nobody's too low. Everybody's in the right spot. And then I come over here. I can't see because there's a shadow. Okay. So I'm, I've land, I've got equidistant edge showing on either side. Sonny has now heard something outside and he's going to bark. Um, and I'm going to put my holes, my marks there. Okay. Let me back up. 
you can see what's going on. So I'm going to take this. No, this is very important. Remember, this is your front. And if you're unsure about front top, which is very, very important at this point, let me, let me tell you, put this at the top front. That'll, that'll save the day. Well, believe me, it'll, it's every, worth every second. Okay, here we go. Um, oh, need that tool again. Same thing, same hole, the one eighth, the little um, tiny skinny guy. And you just punch those holes. Just try not to move your papers too much. If you want, you can put paper clips all the way around. I don't find it necessary, but you can. It makes you feel more secure. Go for it. Okay, so this is going to be the one that comes in the rear. Okay, so let's, let's just remember that we're starting with this one. Okay, so put number one over there where you know it's going to be. And let's just measure all these right now. Now make sure you didn't turn this because I don't know which end is right up or down. Let me get that back over here. And what I'm going to do, this happens. This happens all the time double check you have the right up and down if you don't have a cover that shows you which ends up and down okay these all match exactly so that's good if I did it the other way meaning the cover was like this these they don't match exactly I don't know if you can see that but see this guy's a little you can't see anything about it on the farthest view see how that guy doesn't match that tells me I've got it upside down see how that guy doesn't match yeah totally upside down okay so that means the cover is this way. Now I am going to mark the front, the front upper of my cover. Okay, my front, the upper side of my front. Okay, so I know this is the top. Okay, so I have one done and he's going in first. Remember that. <laughs> okay, now let's take another one of these. We'll just do it again. I'll just do one more and then I'll just measure the rest of these out. Okay, so I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do all these at once, okay? And technically, I mean, technically, you could do them all individually, obviously, but technically, you can do them all at the same time. Let's do that. Okay, so this is all of them. Put them here. I'm going to line them all up. This is actually what I do do. I do do this. Okay. You line them all up like that. Make sure your little spines are all spine aligned. Okay, spine alignment is important. Now line them all up. Let me see if you can see what I can see. Hang on, pretty much. I'll take you over this way a little bit more. Oh, you're, so we got the super zoom. Okay, let's put them where we want them to live because where we punch these holes is where they're gonna live. Okay, line them, there, there's little spine butts up with those holes, okay. Okay, now we're going to take this, do this. Can you see that? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. I'm marking all the backs of these spines, aligning it with the center of that first hole, which is pretty close to where all the other holes are. So I'm kind of counting on that's good enough. Oh, there goes that lamp again. <laughs> Come back here, little lamp. Oh, 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 those are fighting words. Come here. Okay. Back up so you can see. All right. Oh. What? Where are you, Sonny? Make sure I don't squash you. Nope. Okay. All clear. All clear in the puppy house. Up a little bit. Okay. We're going to move things around here in a second anyway. So, okay. So these, now I'm just going to go ahead and punch these. I will punch one more and then I'll do the rest and then we'll come back and sew them in and we'll be all done. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Can you see? Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm not going to give you the sideways view. No, nope, you're just going to have to wing it on your own this time. Put on the bow's big crafter pants. Hold on tight. She's going to punch right on the spine, right where you see the fold. Even if the little black mark of your pencil or pen is on the side of the fold, punch on the fold. Yeah. Okay, now what I did not do was I did not put my up and down. So I know this is top front, top front. Okay. And I, and I know this is top front because I wanted the blue at the top and double checking, double checking my holes align. I am good. Okay. So there we go. Hang on. I am going to just do the rest. Okay. This is the last one. I just wanted to pop in and add this little uh, tidbit of advice. This is your last chance to align the pages. So let's say, um, there's a, a piece sticking out here. Even though you have your marks, you haven't cut any holes yet. So this is your last chance to kind of come in. And if you were lazy like me and you didn't want to put, um, 
paper clips all around four edges. This is your last chance to tap it all together and make sure everybody's where they should be. And there's one other thing I want to show you with this technique. Okay, I'm just going to punch my holes right on the spine. Even if the little black mark is a little to the side of the spine, you want to be on the spine when you punch the hole. It's going to give you your best location. It, it will still work if you're a little off, but um, it'll just be better if it's on. Okay, so what did I, I made a mistake here. See, I did not change that. So just double checking and you can tell it's the right way by the writing or by aligning your holes again to be doubly sure. So I'm going to put that there, front top. Okay, so now with this grand technique, when you punch on the back, they're all on the spine, but when you look on the inside, sometimes they're a little off kilter. They're not exactly on the spine. Why is that with this grand technique? I've never figured it out, honestly, but um, even if these are a little off kilter, it will, because this one is right at the edge of the spine, it will place your signature, not too high, not too low, right where you measured it to be against these three circles, these three holes, exactly there. So everything should be okay. All right, so now let's sew her in. Okay, I think I'm gonna use, um, just use a big eyed needle for uh, simplicity's sake. It's so much easier and uh, uh, then you want to, we're going to have to do this five times. We measure the height of your spine or the height of your journal. So one, two, uh, three times. Okay. And now since I have five signatures, I need five of these. One, two, number two. I do count like this. One, two, number three. This is going to give you a little extra. You always want a little extra. One, two, number four. I'm using waxed linen thread, but you can use embroidery floss or even dental floss. Was that four or five? I can't remember. One, two, five. I think that's five. Okay, if not, I'll cut another one, but I think it was five. Okay. So now get the one you wanted in the back if you have a particular order to your, um, uh, your signatures. Maybe give a little dust off here because you're gonna have a lot of these little these little things that came out from the center. Oh, yep. Apparently some excitement is going on. What's going on, Sonny? Is it a squirrel? Is it a leaf? Mm -hmm. What's going on? What's going on? It's big excitement. Yep, we went to the post office today, didn't we, Sonny? Yes. Oh, he loves to go to the post office. But we just go in the lobby because it's always open. So and I take him. I don't leave him in the car because I'm always afraid he's going to get overheated in the car. We live in Florida. This is the summertime. No, he's not staying in the car. He's coming with mom. Okay, so through the center, looking at the back, through the upper one. And then, huh? do, do, do. It's pretty easy to find the holes when the holes are um, this large with the uh, crocodile tube big bite punch. Okay, then down down yonder. Make sure you want to double check because you've got a lot of holes back here. You want to make sure you're going through hole number five, top, middle, and bottom. Okay. And then you return home because everything comes full circle, right? Yeah. So now the most important thing with sewing, sewing these in is that you have a wing on either side underneath the bridge. Okay. Let me go closer so you can see that. One wing, one wing. They're under the bridge. So snug when you tie your knot it's going to trap the bridge in the arms of the wing you know, like the little angel arms okay so tie one or two one way and then throw in another one the other way for good measure I, I do three you can do at least do two but if you do two make sure you tie them the opposite ways right over left left over right kind of thing and then do so if you do right over left the first time do left over right the second time okay so now we have that and this is where the bone folder would really come in handy I'm going to use thumb folder, wrist folder, brayer. There we go. Yeah, and that brayer actually works really well. This is a great backup. I've never used that for that before, but yeah, 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 yeah it's really good. Okay, um, you don't need this anymore. Okay, and let's just keep going. So I will put in one more with you, and then I will just pop in the rest. And then we'll come back and we'll show off our writing journal and see if we guess the right numbers with the right signatures and see how it lays and all of that. And uh, so if you want to do a more heavily embellished journal, you'd use fewer pages and um, fewer signatures. 
I'd like to tell you exactly how many pages and how many signatures, but really it's all relative to the thickness of the paper that you're using. So it's all, it's going to be different. And this, that's one of those things you just sort of have to find your way. Make a few journals, make a few, and, and just see what you liked. It Was it too thick, too thin, and that kind of stuff. And I should do a video on what to do if uh, you've got big gaping spaces there, because that happens all the time. And how to fill them in. Uh, deftly, yes, where it looked like, looks like it was planned. Mm-hmm. There are ways, we have our ways around that. Yeah, okay. So now what you want to do is make sure that your wings are about even length. You want to pull snug, but not tight. Very important. You want to double check and make sure you're through the right holes. Okay, I cannot tell you how critical that step is. Just do yourself a favor and do that. And one, one way, right over left. And this one's going to be left over right. Tight, but uh, not too tight where you're tearing the paper. And then one more for good measure in the opposite direction. Okay. And with writing journals, I probably wouldn't hang charms and stuff because they're going to be bulky inside the journal. Or if you wanted to hang charms, you leave these a little bit longer and the charm would actually dangle below or it could be used as a bookmark above. Um, but you get it out of the way of the, the uh, journaler. Yeah. Okay, let's try that again with the first we do the uh, thumb and hand bone folder. And then we come in with the the rolling pin, the brayer, make sure it's all where it should be. Flatten your papers out nicely. Okay. And you can do them the other way too. It's, it's probably a good idea. You're going to get your book to lay a little flatter. There we go. There we go. All right. So, so far we have that. Let me go pop the other ones in and see what we got. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do the last one with you. Here it is through the middle, just in case anybody missed it through the middle. Go up, see the sun. It's easy to see where the hole is because you just pull your signature out and there's the hole. Go right through. Uh, go down and get grounded by the earth at the bottom. Peek, see where the hole is. Stick it through. It's okay to peek. Make sure you don't get caught on this corner. That happened to me several times and it, uh, double check for that. And then through the last center. There we go. Sometimes it goes through easily. Sometimes you have to peek. Peeking is okay in this regard. Okay. Now I'm going to put a wing on either side. They're about the same length. Okay. Checking. I'm through the right holes. Yes, everything is good. Okay. Pulling snug, but not tearing. Tie once uh, right over left and then tie again left over right. And then tie one more time right over left because you might have forgotten one of them. And um, <laughs> snip it to the length you so desire. I'll just get them all there. And you can take all the um, paper clips off and just come in with the final hand smoosh. And come in with, if you have a bone folder, that's great. If you have a brayer, that's great. If you just hand smoosh them, that's fun. Okay, let's see what we got. This is a big fat little guy. And now this helps. This little maneuver here, see he's very full, right? Now if I let go, he does bow a little bit um, to prevent. Okay, now I don't think this is too many pages for a writing journal. This is a lot of pages. Where's my calculator? No, mother. Um, oh, it's on my phone. <laughs> and I'm afraid if I turn off my video or if I touch my phone. Okay, basically what you do, each page, a full page, multiply it by four because you get a front and a back, a front and a back, right? So if one signature has uh, 15 pages, you multiply it by four. Okay, what's that, 60? And then you multiply it by how many signatures you have. So 60 times five. So I think this is a 300 signature, if I did my math right. Don't quote me. Um, a 300 page front and back book, which is quite a few pages to write on. It's like a Bible, right? Okay, who are we kidding? Um, okay, it's not a Bible, but I mean, it feels, it, it actually feels like the, the size of a Bible and the thickness of a Bible. Um, okay, but um, this is a good thing to do. This helps train your pages. Let me show you. Have fun. Do a little of this, do a little of that, and that helps the pages lay flat. Okay, and still does a little of that. That's okay because when you put the book down, um, it's still going to do a little bit of that, but not as much because we got a little gravity working on it. But you could you could do this, like okay, I'm going to bed now. I'm going to put my crocodile to big bite on top of it, and that that little extra pressure is going to help uh, flatten out your book. So maybe by morning when you come out, your book you'll I'm going to cheat, but your book whoa is going to be like uh, uh, utter mayhem going on here right now. <laughs> 
it's going to be like that. You can be like, oh, look at that. Look at that. And if you want, <laughs> if you wanted to have it be, you could put fewer pages in and that'll help it lay flat. Um, you could easily do 12 pages, maybe even 10. But I think the, the spacing of the five signatures is nice. So you want more signatures um, and you can increase the number of pages depending on how much writing space you actually want. So this has got quite a bit of chub in it. I think it's pretty cool actually. Very sturdy, not going to come apart. Tons of writing. You could put page tabs, um, those little movable page tabs if you want for somebody, or you could just have them accompany the book and ha let them put their own page tabs on. You could decorate the little spine. You could put something on the back. You could put a pocket in the front, a pocket in the back, but this is a nice little very easy to make, even for a novice sewer, uh, handmade journal out of, what did we start with? A food box and a pillowcase. So that's awesome. So I hope you had fun. Um, please um, remember that my videos come, I, I, I wrote a new little cheat sheet. I, I kind of reorganized everything. Okay, let me see what it says now. And welcome to everybody who's new and those of you who are, um, uh, you know, putting on your big crafter pants and you're going to make some books, going to make some books yourself. I think it's awesome. Welcome to the fold. Uh, my videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern time. My podcasts, which are all new audio material, come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. They're free to listen to. Um, the, uh, and all the links for everything are found down below in the drop down box below the video. So if you're looking for that stuff and, um, oh, somebody got a new haircut. I want, I want to show you. Um, I have a face, I have a free monthly, uh, emailed newsletter. It comes out monthly <laughs> and it's, it's free and it, uh, um, uh, you get a free digital image emailed monthly, um, a bunch of, uh, uh, you get a journal tip, and who, who's this? Who's in here? He's sleepy, Mom. We gotta do this again. Yeah. Oh, okay, wait. No, 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 no. Okay. Hello, everybody. There you are. Hey, it's Sunny. I hope you're having a great time. Um, lots of action going on around here. Hang on to your hats. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I'm probably mussing up the mic. Okay, there you go, Sunny. Um, okay, so we've got the newsletter. If you haven't signed up for that, please sign up for that. The link is down below. And um, I have a Facebook group. Come and join the Paper Outpost Facebook group. Um, we're having a lot of fun over there, doing weekly and monthly challenges. And if you, uh, um, you're welcome to lurk and just get inspired by everybody, or if you want to post um, things related to the videos we do here, or your weekly and monthly challenges, you are more than welcome to do that. Just if you want to sign up for it, then uh, just make sure that you answer the four questions and agree to the rules, and then you will be um, automatically approved. So there you go. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I have an Etsy shop where I sell um, vintage digital kits, which are download printables. And um, I also sell something called fundals, which are ephemera collection bundles, which are actually hard copy, um, really cool papers. Some are antique, some are vintage, some are new, but they're all related to junk journaling and they're very cool. And I have a video posted down below if you want to see what is in an average one. And um, I do hard copy mail these to you. So um, if you're interested, if you like paper, if you love paper, if you have a passion for paper and you just want to see and feel what all the different papers feel like or you, you don't know what you would like to play with or you have maybe um, you know just so excited but you can never find this stuff this may be a good way to start to help you on your collections um, as you go through your junk journaling process and I have an Amazon shop. If you're looking for favorite tools and supplies and things like that, um, that you see me use here in the videos, you're going to find a lot of these listed in the links in the Amazon shop. And I'm trying to put some links below the video too, to get you started. Um, oh, I, you can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Facebook group. And um, if you find value here, please like, subscribe, and share this video. Click the notification bell if you want to be notified of uh, up and coming uh, or videos as they come out, actually. And remember that fun can be simple, and it can be as simple as a food box and a pillowcase. And create with reckless abandon. And I'll see you next time. Bye bye.